long ago in a living room very much like yours. Two women made up a podcast on how movies link up to each other, and they called it Six Degrees of Feature Film. Hello, and welcome to Six Degrees of Feature Film. I am Christopher Walken, also known as Brienne, also known as Miss Movies. And I'm Bobby De Niro, also known as Stacey mm-hmm. Howard. Um, hey, we're going to do something different today. We are. I'm I, excited. I labeled this as Russian roulette, uh, <laughs> yes. our episode, because we don't know what's happening. I do know there are two flies in this house. Yeah, it's going to drive me nuts. around my head. It's like that episode of Breaking Bad, which I just watched. Oh, yeah. The fly, directed mm-hmm. by Ryan Johnson. Oh. What do you know? What, what, Ryan oh, Johnson? All right, so here's what's happening today. Uh, first of all, who are you? Uh, well, I said I was Stacey Hill, Yes, but I'm and your what are you co-host. Up to? Um, I am up to many things, mischievous, mis- mischief, up to mischief, yeah. Mischief, okay, uh-huh. great, great. Um, so here's what we're doing today. Okay. If you've never watched the show, this Can is going to be really strange. Stop for one second? I'm stopping. What is happening? <laughs> You had like a piece of your, you know, oh. when like lipstick has. Tongues? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Thank you. Thank you for helping me. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so we're very we're, close. Yes. What we're doing today is we're going to. We wrote down. We each wrote down eight movies that we have not discussed on this show, or we think we have not discussed on this show. Right. It's possible we have. Who knows? Uh, so that. each eight movies. It's uh, sixteen total. And what we did is we put them in a hat, yes. and we're going to draw out six. So mm-hmm. we'll, and then we'll just talk about those, talking about we those have six. To try and figure out how they're linked up as well. Yeah. We'll spot. see if we, we'll can see if we can do link it. Them we got to do it. Okay. We got to do it. We're going to try it. You guys are going to help us too. You're going to mm-hmm. be like, well, this mm-hmm. is this. And those are both nineties and he directed this. You guys are going to help us. I know you will. They're smart cookies. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. You guys are the best listeners. Why the is that a listener. phrase by the way? Smart cookies, like cookies have never been smart. Hmm. So I don't, you know, I used to have an idiom book. And Ooh. we could have looked that up and we found the origin because it Someone has the origin of the idiom. What the origin of smart cookie is. Thank you. I would okay. love that. All right. I looked it up. Oh, great. Ben has already oh, on the case. On yeah. It. So it appears uh, to have developed in the 1920s. Okay. They think it's because cookie was used as a positive slang term for woman. So oh. it was basically saying she was a smart woman. Oh, interesting. Okay. Wow. Okay. Why was cookie uh, used for women? Because women are sweet? I have no idea, but I can find out. Okay. okay. All right. You Great. do that, and Thanks, we'll ben. do important things over here. So um, before we get into drawing our movies out of the hat, mm-hmm. want to know, what have you been up to? What's happening? What's going on? Um, can I talk about stuff with the showdown? I don't know. No, I don't think I can. I don't know what you can talk about. Things are... <laughs> Developing and happening. Developing and happening. Yeah. They are. They and are. That's fun. Um, I got a new part-time job okay. with a group called Arena Cine Lounge, which um, is like a series of theaters, and they show, promote, do premieres and special events for um, independent film. So that's really cool. It's and perfect. it's right up my alley. That is exactly up your I'm alley. I'm very excited. Um, I'm so, excited yeah. for you. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. opening all kinds of doors and hopefully I can leave my current job and now get my first full-time real job in the industry. Nice. I would love that. That would be is... fantastic for sure. Yeah. Yes. That's my ultimate mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Let's see. What is going on with me? Um, my kids are back in school. Thank, Thank the God. Lord. Thank God. This is like the second week 
I went to Seattle over the weekend. I went to this thing called PAX. Uh, is that Penny Arcade Convention? Is that how you would call it? Penny Arcade Expo. Penny Arcade Expo. I've never been to a video game convention in my life. My husband was working it. He invited me to come and I was able to get a pass. Um, so I've, I know a little bit about video games through him. And uh, obviously I follow kind of funny. So I really enjoy the content that they put out. It's mm -hmm. not, they put out not only video games, but other content as well. Um, and so I've learned a few things. First of all, video game conventions are very dark. And there's a reason for that, because obviously people are playing games. They want to they be able they to see the games. Um, so it's dark walking around the floor. And I also learned it's pretty much 80 or 85% men, pretty mm -hmm. much white men. Uh, and then really? like the rest, 25, 15% women. Maybe. maybe what 20. what would you guess 20 i guess 20 like okay. i saw i saw a fair amount of women but it definitely was more predominantly men i was there too guys yes i met up with ben as well mm -hmm. as our buddy trevor hey trevor yeah we, took a um, photo. Mm -hmm. we saw greg miller do a panel of kind of funny it was cool. great it was fantastic he talked about uh life after you know being in remission of cancer mm -hmm. for five years now and um i just love that people are able to talk about topics that are below the surface that yeah. have to do with gaming and things like that I attached like, to gaming yeah like he was able to take like the platform he has from you know joking around and doing all that kind of stuff and present something really important yeah yeah so there you have it that's what cool. i did so many fun things fun. in our life got my hair colored there got my nails done there what? looks good looks so good. much so much things so and nice. yeah now we're ready to head into our um hat of movies fuck yes let's do this <laughs> By the way, someone, I think it was Geek Furious in there, said they meant to say congrats, Stacy, but there was a space, so it said conga rat, <laughs> Stacy, and that's who I am on the inside, I feel like, is a conga rat, so I'm really excited for okay. this. So, okay, again, we have 16, 16 films in here. We're picking out six, so we're talking about six movies like we normally do, and we have to link them up like we mm -hmm. normally do, but we don't know what's on, gonna hold happen on, hold on we so don't we think we haven't talked about any of these i don't think so and if we have it was a long time ago and we're sorry what are you looking at you can't i'm look. not i'm trying to separate because there were two that were attached okay i feel like you're cheating i'm not you all go right. first okay good all right picking out one. Oh gosh oh gosh. is it yours is it mine memoirs of a geisha oh is mine. okay it all is right. yours There's i have one. never seen that oh tell me all about oh, no, it we got to pick out the others oh okay we're picking out all picking six out right all now six. Oh dear and then okay. we gotta link them up okay and then i'm gonna we'll pick talk one them. okay you pick one Second i have movie. picked the butterfly effect. Oh, with Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How are we going to link this up with the words of Acacia? I don't know. All right. You guys can all help Here us. Here we go. Number three, antitrust. What antitrust. Is that? antitrust. Yeah. What is that? It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. Oh, oh I got two. I'll go with yours. Okay. Um, secretary. Secretary. Smack. Okay. One okay. more for you. All right. All right. Uh, ah, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. <laughs> Perfect. I think I have that uh, on, on uh, DVD right now. And Office Space. Nice. Have we nice. really not talked about Office Space? I don't think we have. Okay. If we have, it was a while back. All right. We can repeat movies. That's okay. All right. Oh, geez. Louise. So how cross. many? We got, we got two six. of mine. Okay. 
And four of yours? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. I have not seen pretty much any of your no i've seen office space uh -huh. i have not seen secretary okay or hellboy 2 but hellboy 2 is the better one in i think upstairs okay. i need to watch it hellboy 2 the golden army is one of the best comic book movies hands down very underrated um what's anti anti trust, anti -trust? uh that? that's tim robbins that's ryan felipe 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 uh rachel lee cook it's oh. kind of about um, he's uh, Tim Robbins is like Bill Gates and they're trying to recruit people to work for Microsoft, which isn't Microsoft. And they're making this um, they're making this program that's going to it's basically what Apple is today. It's going to connect everyone all at once. So mm -hmm. if you have like a message you want to send out, it's going to go on all your devices, mm -hmm. but it's going to be like someone's in charge of the message that's getting sent out. So it's kind of, mm. in a way, communist slash 1984 in that manner. Um, but oh. I feel like it's called Ner Nerve. I don't know. I can't when remember if it's called Nerve. Out? I want to say 99. I want to say 99, guys. That's here for cinema. Um, and so I'm not positive, but I believe it's 99. Okay. But basically, like, what they're doing in antitrust is they're watching people and they're getting rid of their competition by okay. surveilling them. I think I know how to do this. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. So, so we're going to start with the office space then. Okay. Office space, we're going to go movies that take place in an office. Secretary does. Antitrust, okay. I'm sure it has an office. It has there. an office. There's there an go. office. There's an office in that. Okay. Oh, we should have picked seven. You're right. We need okay, okay. one more. We'll get one more. Let's get one of mine. Okay. Since you have yours, is nope. it? We'll throw it out, out. Okay. <laughs> Keep going until you get one of mine. I feel like this You're right. Is we should have picked seven. Oh, yes. The okay. Okay. So now <laughs> remaining, skulls. we have the butterfly effect, the skulls, memoirs of a geisha, and help with you with the golden army. Um, okay. I have no idea how that's going to link at all. Secretary has uh, costumes of some sort. Okay. So she puts on some, uh, I guess, and then little things. Okay. So from Secretary, we can do films with costumes, and it's memoirs of a geisha because okay. they wear their full geisha outfit. Sure. And you can do Help With You, The Golden Army, because it's a comic book film and people have costumes. Okay, great. Okay. And then from Antitrust, we can do films Antitrust. with not controversy, but like conspiracy theories. And that's, what's the skulls about? Sure. The skulls. You haven't seen the skulls? Oh, man, this is great. Yeah. The skulls has uh, Joshua Jackson as well as Paul Walker. Oh, wait. I know this movie. I've never seen it. It's like at film. a college. It's yeah. Like, he like wants to be a lawyer. Um, it, yeah, it's kind of a cult. It's, a, it's more of a fraternity. A fraternity, if you will. Like an mm -hmm. evil fraternity. Evil fraternity. Okay. There's a fraternity also in Butterfly Effect and the Skulls. Uh, if there was a fraternity in antitrust, it could kind of work. It's kind of a fraternity because it's well, all dudes working at the place. I mean, there's a few women. Mm. I think that this <laughs> like, is, so antitrust is probably about like conspiracy theories and like hidden hidden things like you don't know what's really going you on you don't know what's really happening sure. which is part of the skulls and <laughs> sure. butterfly back who knows okay. what fucking happened in that movie i don't remember <laughs> i just know amy adams is like a hooker but then she's it's not amy girl. adams it's amy smart oh dang okay 
All right. Okay. okay. So here's so we got it. what we have. Yeah. Let's go from the top and let's just talk about what down. all movies we picked out. Yes. Office space. Mm -hmm. Then movies that take place in some sort of office or have an office scene or yes. something. Secretary and antitrust. Yes. Office secretary, we're going with people movies that dressed up movies with like costumes that are, yeah. you know, that costumes of some kind. Of some kind. Right. Okay. <laughs> with memoirs of a geisha right. and Hellboy to the Golden Army. Excellent. And off of antitrust, going to characters that don't really know what's going on. Sure. All right. And we're going with the butterfly effect as well as the skulls. This is going to be fun. This is going to be, <laughs> okay. be great. Starting with office space. And we didn't prep any notes for no any notes. of these. We so we're just going to talk about the movies. Yeah. And how yeah. we like them. So we can't give you stats. No trivia. Specifics. We don't know. You can help you us. You guys help us. Let us know. Like this was released in 97 and directed by. I feel so like so. office space is also 99. It might have been. Okay. All it, I know is that it's directed by. What's it? Mike Judge. Milton. Yeah. That Mike does. Mike. Um. Milton yes. and also Beavis and Butthead, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember yeah. Um, yeah. Saturday Night Live. He did the Milton. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's there. 99. It's 99. Wow. Okay. okay. 99 is great. 99 is it's great. Good, Antitrust 2001. Oh, so close. So close. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love so Office, office space. space because uh, it everyone can relate to it that's worked in an office. Mm. Yes, All they the can. ridiculous office politics that go on the mundane activity and that you you don't care what your job mm -hmm. is or what's happening you just want to kind of get through the day but then there are people that really do care and take it seriously yes and you're like you cover know what sheet. you need to calm down you need that cover sheet cover sheet you yeah. forgot it if you don't have that cover shade on these tpa <laughs> reports no tps tps, TPS reports mm -hmm. uh right sips coffee I also love his neighbor in the movie. Um, What's that I don't remember name? that guy's name, but he was great. <laughs> I remember he was on the Drew Carey show, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And um, whose line it is, is it anyway? I feel like maybe he had been on that as well. He's a funny guy. What's up with he him? Is. What's he doing? Who knows what he's doing? I bet he got a few good paychecks and is just like living it out in the desert. That's could be happening to it, him. I think it, it very is. well could I be. Think Other things I like about this movie, if you go on like Funny or Die, they did a re like edit of it where they mm -hmm. inserted actual Michael Bolton as Michael Bolton. <laughs> so then they go through the scenes where they talk about Michael Bolton and then it's him and it's hilarious. They changed the lines a little bit. So he's like, yeah, I love everything he does too or something like that. You know I love what? it. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. That's so, brilliant. It's pretty cute. The editing's not so great, but uh you know with stuff like that like they're not winning any oscars for editing what that's is it true mean? it's just you know? it's just on the internet so mm -hmm. who hasn't wanted to take a bat to a printer fax machine neil yes. varma you are right that is correct my um, printer at my work all the time fucks up and, and apparently I'm like during the scene it actually did jam and so the character that plays michael bolton was like load letter what does that mean mm -hmm. like yeah. <laughs> he like really did not know mm -hmm. so it was already malfunctioning i worked in school and we definitely had times where the printer was not working the one machine like i knew like front and back was the rico machine which is a very specific copy copier that's like the best one mm -hmm. if you can't get on that one it's like great i gotta wait for the like really high-end one that always breaks down because it never knows what it's actually supposed to do 
Mm. There's just too many things. When there's too many things to do, it's like I can't handle it. It's a lot. It's a lot. This is a lot about uh, copying and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. being a teacher and the struggles. The PC struggles. load letter. <laughs> Don't take my stapler. The sales of red staplers went up. They after did. This so much that they had to bring reissue. back. Reissue. Thank mm -hmm. you. Re reissue their line of red staplers because they hadn't um, released them since that mm -hmm. time. So they were like, oh, fuck. All these people want red staplers. We got to do this again. They do. So there we go. I don't have one, but a girl at my school did have one. I want a red stapler really bad. Well, maybe for Christmas want, if you are like a good, good Stacy. I'm a good movie girl. <laughs> I'll maybe get you'll get it. I actually want. Um, I want like a pink one or maybe a teal one. Yeah. Teal would be. It's like Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany teal. Tiffany teal. Please, if mm. you don't get me a mm. some Tiffany teal stapler, I swear to God, I'm walking off this podcast. All right, all right. What do you want for Christmas? I just want existential health. Okay. I'm going to get that for you. <laughs> okay. Great. I'm going to become a doctor and figure it out. Um, I really do like um, Geek Furious has mentioned the flair. Uh, I really appreciated. Oh, Chachkeys. here's my flair. Yes. And how she quits her job. Mm -hmm. So good for her. I'm sure there's some place where someone has done some sort of cosplay for um, Office Space and they've had a jump to conclusions math. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure someone has it's done that. It's a jump. To conclusions, Matt. Like, perfect. <laughs> it's fabulous. It's fabulous. And he deserved that success, too. Good for him. He had been stressed out his whole life <laughs> at this horrible job and, you know, got a big payoff for it. So there you go. Oh, I, I think our buddy Kyle is here. Hey, Kyle. Kyle. Is our that Kyle? you? Fan theory? Oh, Kyle. maybe. <gasps> Hi, Kyle. Guys, <laughs> Kyle is a fabulous fan theory over there, is a, uh, a fabulous person. And I've been on his new show that's coming out. Mm -hmm. And um, you're going to go on there. And he's always a good time. So always check out his stuff. He's I'm excited. fantastic I'm and excited. creative and does green screen things and just so much fun. So much fun. Thank you for being here, Kyle. Thank we appreciate you. the support. As yeah. with everyone that's in the chat, uh, yes. thank you so much. Laura, Neil, Jack, Star Drew. Of course, Ben, you get our support. No. Is it Kyle Eilerman? Yes. Yeah. He just sent me a friend request. Oh. Hi, Kyle. <gasps> May Whoa, he's on Thank top you for of being it. here. Thank you. Nank, hello, Laura H. Uh, okay, so office space. So office now we're gonna space. move to move. movies that have an office scene in them or take place mm -hmm. in an office yes. with Secretary and Antitrust. I've wanted to see Secretary. It I is have. one of my Geek favorite. Furious, movies. thank you for being here. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Okay, and I know it's um, James Spader. Yes. And Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes. And I know that they have quite a relationship. Hello, Robert. They do. Um, what I love about Secretary is the subject of um, BDSM relationships um, can be quite taboo and quite controversial. So when they have this very lovely, very beautiful relationship in the film, it sheds a, a positive sweet light on it. Hmm. And so it's not about, it's not like Fifty Shades and all that bullshit where it's about control and hurting one another. It's that he, you know, feels compelled to do this, and that's what turns him on. And she wants the same kind of relationship but hadn't really realized it. And once she enters it, she was like, I love this man. I want to be with him. Mm -hmm. And they had – it's a very sweet ending where they kind of go through some rocky things. Yeah, and don't both, tell me the ending, yeah, they, though. But it, it's lovely. It's okay. a lovely, sweet film. I'm excited. About people who like to spank each other. So interesting. It's very, it's very kinky um, and fun. Should and I watch it, this with my husband then? 
Sure. Okay. Sure. And I there's not like- a lot of sex in there. Like there's one scene where he spanks her at first and she was like, what, huh? And then she's like shocked that she liked it. And it doesn't, it, it portrays it in a way where they're, where you're like, these people are just normal people. They're, they're mm-hmm. lawyers and secretaries, they're doctors, they're school teachers or everything, but this is what they're into and, mm-hmm. you know, behind closed doors, but they do have a, a healthy, normal relationship that works for them. And it's not dirty and kinky and gross. It's just, if you're into that, you're into that. And they still support each other and love each other and they help each other. So well, that sounds kind of nice. It's really sweet. It's a, it's a <laughs> sweet movie about spanking. Now, maybe the chat can help us out and tell us when Secretary was released. Was this mid-90s? Like 95? Oh, I, I feel like it's like 2002 or something. Oh, so later. Okay. I feel like it's in the 2000s. We're going to find this out. This is before James Spader um, got fat. He was still oh. hot in this. And when did he get fat? He's fat now. <laughs> oh, Come I didn't on. know. I oh, haven't, yeah. I haven't been he paying attention. He did the blacklist and he was oh, Robert California okay. on got the it. office and he had let himself engorge and 2002 thank you thank you Elise um but yeah he's he's super hot in this and I was like he's hot and powerful and like a spirit he's like standoffish and like don't get too close to me but like Maggie Gyllenhaal is his girl and so she does she does break that barrier and it's great interesting great times um also wanted to say hey to Alan and Eric in the chat as well I didn't know he was ever hot, and I just looked it up, and I am shook. Whoa, you are okay. shook. In, um, pretty in sex pink. Lies he and is Videotape. Fine. Isn't he in Sex Lies and Videotape? I never saw that one. He is in I Crash, like but not the Crash that everyone mm-hmm. thinks of. He's in yeah. the the other one. <laughs> the other uh, <laughs> Crash. That, yes. uh, the other one with um, Meryl oh, Streep. Who, who, no, um, who directed Mulholland Drive? David Lynch? Yeah. He's okay. in David Lynch's Crash. Got it. I think that's who directed Crash. Um, and uh, it's like people who get turned on by car crashes, so they do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And they get turned on by like broken bones and stuff. It's really weird. There's really weird. <laughs> well, David Lynch. It's got to be really weird. It's David weird. Lynch. Uh, Matt, thank you for joining us in the chat. Um, let's go to antitrust. Okay. We kind of, I mean, I kind of went over it. I don't know this film. It's, um, oh. it's a thriller. Like, it's oh. definitely, uh, it's one of those trying to escape something and you can't figure out how to escape it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like man on the run almost oh who can i trust claire ferlani is in this do you remember claire ferlani she was also in uh meet joe black i didn't she was in oh what's that movie i'm thinking of jason biggs and claire ferlani oh uh boys and girls is that what it's called i don't i don't don't remember i don't know i don't know know any of the words that you're saying oh okay so it he doesn't because it's antitrust he doesn't know who to trust Mm -hmm. and he has been picked up to work on this program thinking it's a good thing when it really might not be a good thing you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and um and so he's trying to figure out sure yes i love that movie you gotta do devil's advocate (laughs) why not i mean god i love that so much (laughs) Who did it? Little me. Oh my gosh. Oh, Al God. Pacino is just He's so yelly. Yeah, what happened to Claire Ferlani? I saw her once in person because she what was, was she, like? she was came in. Okay, I worked for this production company called Shadow Machine Films at the time. Now I believe it's Shadow Animation or Shadow Machine Animation. I'm not positive, but they were going to be doing a movie on the Zodiac called The Zodiac. This was before 
David Fincher's Zodiac. Mm. And she came in to read for one of the main characters, which went to Robin Tunney, actually. So oh. there you go. There you go. They ended Robin up making Tunney the from The Craft. Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm. So antitrust. Yeah, he's on the run. Rachel Lee Cook also works for this company. It's supposed to be like Microsoft and they're taking over the world. It really is like what today Apple is today. Like if Apple wanted to send us all a message at once, it it can. I mean, it does when there's like um, emergencies and stuff. Yeah. So, but this was more like other, like we want to control the content that's coming mm -hmm. to you. So mm -hmm. there you go. Isn't the content that's coming to us already controlled though? It really is. Because guess who buys face masks all the time at CVS? And then guess who got an email this morning? <laughs> Moisturize your face with this new product from CVS. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then I was like, I got to go buy that now. <laughs> so it works. And we're all just a slave to the machine, you guys. We we're just a slave. We're living in the matrix. Mm. I'm into it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. They know the what we need. The one cool technology that he had in this film that I really appreciated was the Bill Gates character, Tim Robbins, he has this these art pieces mm -hmm. and it will change like when you're in front of it it'll change to be something for you like your favorite art piece or Whoa. like something that's going on with your mood it's Whoa. the most crazy thing that I've that's seen crazy. and I thought wow that could be really cool but then that could also be a problem as you may find in the movie wow yeah. I'm gonna open this um Bag of Hot Cheetos. Bag of Hot Cheetos is coming out. We have not had Hot Cheetos on this program for a while. I don't remember the last time. Maybe it was with um, Hector and Adam, Maybe. but that was that was a watch. We made along. that was with them. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what though? This is a casual show today. We did no prep. We're just run, we're going off the cuff. Mm -hmm. So I want to eat while I while we talk. Right. We already so. talked about office space, secretary, and antitrust. Now mm -hmm. let's go off of secretary. I've never seen either of the films you have. So you're going to have to go through both of those. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so we pulled out Memoirs of a Geisha and Hellboy to the Golden Army. So I'm going to go. Secretary has a, how dare you, Ben? How dare you? Aren't they so good though? They're, so good. They're addicting. <laughs> ben crawled over here. He literally crawled like a toddler. <laughs> and was like, oh, um, so from Secretary, we're going to go with movies where people wear some kind of costume because she wears like little outfits and she has like a little mm -hmm. like arm strap thing in there so she has some kind of like costume on so in memoirs of a geisha they have um their full geisha outfit so that's kind of like a costume and in help which is the golden army it's a comic book film obviously people have costumes on in that i mean it's their clothes but it's like comic book costume so there you go um memoirs of a geisha this film is one of my dad's favorite films and it's super huh. long and it's a fantastic, beautiful, awesome, like 10 Oscar winning uh, period piece about, is it the 1940s Japan? Um, right before the World War has started. Um, and about fighting geishas that are both in the same geisha house. Um, the beginning of the film starts out as young children are sold into the geisha house. Oh, and then you, sucks. I know, I know. And um, I mean, that shit's still going on. Yeah. And so maybe not specifically geisha houses, but, you know, human trafficking is still yes. a thing. Mm -hmm. And so as young women, they have to learn how to be a geisha and they have to earn their 
uh, basically earn their buying price back and work for the geisha house in order to be free. But like no one could ever earn that back. So you kind of like stay with your geisha house the whole time. Um, and it's a fascinating look at this cutthroat, savage world of women uh, mm. that was 1940s Japan. And geishas are, and it was, a, it was a great look because some people think, oh, geishas are like prostitutes. And they weren't. Um, they have. They were some of the most uh, well-read, educated, um, sophisticated women within their community. And men would pay to um, take them out on dates, take them to the opera and tea houses. And they just wanted a beautiful, cultured woman to be on their arm. And if you wanted to sure. um, have sex with them, sleep with them, then you had to pay an absorbent amount of money. So okay. if you wanted to, let's so say they were take, escorts, they were, they were escorts basically, but it was, it wasn't, I mean, yeah, it's a horrible situation. Like what woman wants to do that, but it was, it wasn't seen as something that's like dirty. It mm. was like a very, um, it was a very, you know, honorable, I guess, thing to have to be the celebrated geisha of your community in your neighborhood. So if you were like, they would put on these um, plays where you would have to sing and dance. And so being the a geisha that's like coming out, you know, she's presenting herself to the world as I've been training since I was 10 years old. I'm now a woman. My virginity is for sale. So people will be oh like dear. 15, 20,000 yen to, to buy the virginity. And you would present yourself and have like a show, like a concert, like an opera almost. And so mm. you would do a dance and just be like, here I am. And they'd have parties in your honor. And it's this entire world that us Westerners really mm -hmm. knew nothing about. And so when the war happened and they come over, they're like, who are these? What's going on here? And so it's just a, a look into the very small, very cutthroat, you know, close-knit community of these women that are trying to compete against one another to be the most beautiful, yeah. celebrated geisha. And um, she falls in love. And of course, you're not supposed right. to do that. And of course, that's always what journey. happens. Yeah. This sounds like something my mom would really like mm -hmm. if the running time was an hour and 30 minutes. No way. It's like almost three hours. Because <laughs> she can only handle that. Maybe she'd yeah. watch it in two days. I think she could. Because okay. it's like basically three acts. It's like she's a kid. She's mm -hmm. a celebrated geisha. The war happens. It's so it's it spans decades. Okay. Um. So that's what that is. So yeah, she right, could watch it happen. Like Memoirs of a Geisha. Next, um, other movie where people are wearing costumes, um, is Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. This is one of my favorite comic book films. I liked Hellboy. I've seen. Yeah, that. it's fantastic. Uh, The Golden Army, the second one, has a gorgeous animated. Um, I think it's stop motion or like claymation series in it. Um, and it is a, they have an underground like troll market scene. So it's kind of like a Mos Eisley oh. thing where you're like, huh. what's, you know, how much stuff can we fit into the frame? And so it's like all handmade, you know, puppets and animatronic things. And, um, it just looks gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. And I, I believe it was nominated for some Oscars for set design and costumes and who knows, but it's fan fantastic. It's one of my favorite comic book films and it's super underrated. Uh, they have a, a very heartbreaking story where basically it's like an kind of like an elvish um, kingdom um, long, long ago was supposed to be in charge, but then they ended up retreating back so that the world of men could have their world and they stay in their own separate world. And one of the, the prince of that world was like, no, I, we shouldn't have to hide. We shouldn't have to do all this. And the king was like, yes, we will. You have no say in this. And he was like excommunicated. So this is the prince trying to come back and reclaim his throne, reclaim everything. So he's like the bad guy, but 
in his world, he's like a martyr. He's like, I, I'm going to bring my people back to the forefront. We're going to be successful and powerful again. And he's doing what he thinks is right. And he's, he's devastated because he's been taken from his home for hundreds, thousands of years, who knows, and living in the shadows. And so he wants to come back and you feel for him. You feel his pain, you feel his frustration. And so he's a great bad guy because you sympathize with him and you, you want him to succeed in some way. And I, I loved it. I loved the storyline. I loved the visuals were fantastic. They meet kind of like, death. you just love Ron Perlman. Let's I be do. honest. I you saw, saw Ron him Perlman at the gym like two days ago. And I was like, <gasps> Ron. and I think he looked at me like several times, uh, probably cause I was doing my workout wrong. And uh, just like flailing around mm. with the weights. Um, but Probably I know not. he Probably looked not. at me several times and I looked at him and we might've had a moment <laughs> and, um, he was training with his trainer who it was just in like khakis. And I'm like, who is this guy? He's, you could tell he's just like an, a friend of his from a friend a of girl at the gym in Uggs once. And I was like, why are you here? What is going what on? What is happening? What is going on? Are you excited for the Hellboy remake, Stacey? I am because wait, who's doing... Let us know a little bit more about the Hellboy remake Please tell and what me. the rumors are, because I feel like still rumors at this time. I think, but didn't they have a dinner and they were like, yeah, he's going to be the new Hellboy. And I can't remember who it was. It's not Josh Brolin, is it? Tell me, that Kyle, just, with David sense. Harbour from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, uh, that guy. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am, because that guy understands fandom. Do you think my husband looks like David Harbour? No. no okay. No, no. Someone, someone. Oh, oh, Ben thinks maybe. I wouldn't think it, but if you like, if you point out like, oh, there are similarities, I can kind yeah. of see that. But it's not like, oh yeah, that is the likeness of your husband. Yeah, like you mentioned, someone that, compared the two, and I was like, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have been my thought. Mm. I don't know. I don't think they look alike at all. But I do know that I loved him in. He's done some other Black more Mass. serious films. Black Mass. I loved him in. Um, oh God, Revolutionary Road. With Kate Winslet and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He was great in that. So he's done some dramatic stuff. and But, you know, Stranger Things is the most recent thing he's done. And I can completely picture him as Hellboy. Because he has a presence. A manly yes. man presence. And he has a... He has the, the cool guy factor. Where you want to be protected by him. You want to be friends with him. You want to be in his life. Because he just sure. seems like he'd be a cool guy. And Ron Perlman has that. I know. I'm friends with him from the gym. Uh, so he has that uh, same thing. So yeah, I'm excited for the remake. Cool. That right. yeah, Hell with the go. Golden Army. Watch it. It's it's fantastic. It's gorgeous. It is a gorgeous film. I'm gonna watch it. It's I think I have I it upstairs. It. I need to check. Let's watch Hellboy too today. What so, are we? I, we went I from office space to secretary to antitrust. Mm -hmm. Office secretary we went to memoirs of a geisha, and Hellboy two, the Golden Army. Yes. Now we're going off of antitrust. Linking to movies where people don't know where what's going on. Yeah. Um. And let's go with the you butterfly talk about effect. Both because oh. I don't really know anything okay. about these films. Have you seen the butterfly effect or no? I have. Okay. So I feel like the butterfly effect is one of those super underrated sci-fi films. It it has, stars Ashton Kutcher and Amy Smart, and he realizes that he can like go back to certain points of time, like as that age and he can change something in that time and if he changes something it changes his present time and so he tries out a few different things because he knows that his his girlfriend was abused as a child and so he wants to 
make it so that way she is free of that and doesn't have to live with that in her life. But in order to do that, he might have to sacrifice certain things about his life. So it's kind of interesting. I find that I've watched it maybe, maybe two or three times. I don't, I might own it. Um, I'm not sure. Do I own it? I can't remember. But I find that it's a movie that I think about long after I've watched it. And I find that movies that do that are important, even if maybe they're bad. You know, I don't, I don't think it's bad, though. He doesn't travel through notepads. Did he write notes, though? I forgot. I, for I haven't seen this movie in <laughs> I was like, And uh... I wasn't really paying attention when I was watching it. Gosh, now you're making me question. But either way, he's able to travel back in time. He has to like see, yeah, he has to see something that will make it so he gets back to that memory. So maybe it's a note or maybe it's a picture. I swear he has to somehow be, he has to be in that memory. I remember him watching like a video of himself and, and like the neighbor girl. And then he was able to go back into that time because he saw that video of them something like that i don't i believe there was a different ending on the um on the dvd like they had an alternate ending but i really? didn't watch it so i don't know there's something coming up on my computer i should probably watch it though i mean maybe it's good who knows sometimes alternate endings or director's cuts are like better than the actual movie sometimes sometimes mm -hmm. they ruin it though like there's a there's i saw some buzzfeed article where it was like this scene you know would have ruined the devil wars part if it was in it and they were totally right so look oh, up that you're article. you're gonna have to tell me this i'll we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it after well, look up will. that article though i'm gonna look it up okay so the butterfly effect i mean that's just the basics i find like i said i feel like it's an underrated time travel sci-fi film that people don't give a lot of love to mm. and i think cool. it i think it deserves more love than it gets i remember that it was a cool theory but then i didn't like any mm. of the acting in it so i was like i don't want to watch i feel this. like you could redo this movie with like higher caliber actors mm. and people would probably embrace it more maybe or I if it know. was i feel like it was like i can't remember i feel like it was like cheesy a little bit sure like it was pandering a little too much to the relationship versus i don't know i haven't seen it in years i okay. forgot i remember not really liking it but i watched the whole thing and i was like <laughs> why am i watching this but i was compelled about the about the concept of yeah. it like oh you're going back in time what's going to change what's going to happen how's it going to affect mm -hmm. everything i liked that right i didn't like the execution of it but i like i idea. didn't like um the other thing that i didn't like was that there's a sequel and apparently it's just terrible. That's all I know. Oh, I can't judge. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I just know there's a sequel. That's Eric Monroe, that's Kingdom of Heaven director's cut, made it a great film. Uh, heard that as well. That's Ridley Scott, mm -hmm. right? Is Kingdom of Heaven? Could be. That movie introduced me to Eva Green, and I was like, "Who's this woman?" Mm. And I remember <laughs> being Two super curious because i didn't know anything about leprosy besides the one episode i saw of um uh the x-files <laughs> and so apparently and it's edward norton who was the king in kingdom of heaven which i didn't realize and he has leprosy and he was hiding it with the mask the whole time and they took the mask away and they showed mm. his face for a second and i was like <gasps> so that's all I'm, that's my main takeaway from kingdom okay. of heaven is that's okay. what happens to your face when you have leprosy all right I think, I think that, that it was leprosy. Someone tell me. Lois Lane from Smallville was in Butterfly Effect 2. I love her. 
she is my favorite erica durance um she's like my crush oh yeah she's well, my crush, crush to have because she I know. doesn't do a lot i know but she she's one of my favorites all right going to the last film the skulls okay let's talk about the skulls which you haven't seen apparently it's like a fraternity at college and everyone wants to get in it but they don't really know that it exists but it does exist and it's for the elite and if you get in it then you like have all these perks and maybe you'll get to go to law school who knows like isn't it like they've sacrificed someone or something? They don't like have to sacrifice cynical. someone, but they like have to pledge their allegiance to the skulls. And if they don't, then they're like, they're going to ruin their lives if they don't pledge their allegiance to the skulls. So like once you're in, you are in and you can knock it out. Yeah. But if but, it's got all the perks, then why not be in the skulls? because maybe they're killing people, you know? There Whoa. is a death that happens, and so I think that was the turning point. Sorry, oh. that, that's, I apologize for that spoiler, but like there has to be a turning point of, hey, this is wrong, Yeah. right? Yeah, otherwise, who would wanna get out of it? Why is it so extreme? Yeah, um, so I think, well, I won't get into the other spoilers then, because I don't, wanna, said, I don't wanna get- It is based on the fraternity George W. Bush was in. Yes, I did know that it was based on like a real, life fraternity and we all have secret fraternities we, yeah. there was one at sc sorry there's flies flies like <laughs> <laughs> there's oh there's definitely a secret fraternity at sc i believe it's like cloak and dagger but oh my god i wasn't in it i know someone that was maybe in it who knows i don't really know what the what the stuff is but yeah so weird. i mean i was in a sorority and we never did any of that shit <laughs> But you have secret stuff. We have secret stuff, but it was like a joke. Secret handshakes. We have secret handshakes, and we had like our little, mm. you know, initiation ceremony. But it's like, like we were like laughing the whole time. It was kind of, of course, silly because it's just the most ridiculous. It's silly. Thing. And you're like, what? Why? Huh? Yeah, yeah. There were so many things in that in the ceremony. That I'm like, what are we even talking about? Stars yeah. in the, the sky? What? What's, happening? what's what's the bobkin? But they like fake point a knife at you, and they're like. <laughs> Should you betray your sisters, this will pierce your heart. And you're like, okay, it's crazy. Other people in the schools are Craig T. Nelson, who plays a good evil guy, oh. uh, as well as William Peterson. Do you know him? You probably uh, know him. He's that? um, He was in Manhunter. He was also, um, you would love Manhunter because it's like about it's Hannibal Lecter. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was also high. on CSI, like the first CSI, CSI Las Vegas. Oh. I don't he watch any of the NCIS, great. Leslie CSI, Bibb. Bones, none of that. Leslie Bibb. She's great. Cool. Leslie Bibb, seeing her in, um, I swear she is in Ricky Bobby, what's that movie? Talladega Nights? Yeah, I swear she's in that. And I'm like, that does not look like the same person from the Skulls at yeah. all. Huh. And maybe it's not her. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I don't remember. Anyways. I don't know. Sorry, my memory is terrible today. I don't know. That's what that's what no research does. Yes. You don't know what's happening. You don't I, I don't know what's gonna happen. The I, one misstep from the skulls is they used a song from the band Creed. What? So they they did a little misstep there. They didn't realize that people would with arms wide open We'll go to this place. I'll show you everything. That's it, right? That's creep. <laughs> ah, fuck. I forgot. With arms wide open, you guys. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So, skulls. Uh, we went from office space, then we went linked it to secretary and antitrust because they both have 
scenes at least in an office yeah off of secretary you went to movies where there's costuming predominant costumes sure uh with memoirs of geisha as well as hellboy 2 the golden army off of antitrust we went to characters that don't really know what's happening in the movie and with the skulls and the butterfly effect seven films what if I like this? Let's do this every so often. We'll, every we'll so do often. other other mm-hmm. episodes where we actually prep and know what we're talking about. But this, we just wanted to keep it light and casual, right? Because we get a lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. so we didn't have time to prep this week, and we were like, let's just wing it. So we're winging it today, and I really so liked that. Go. That was cool. Let us know what you think. Yes. Stacey, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at sohoward2012, um, and Instagram at stacyohoward. Okay, yeah, I need to ask you this, and I need to ask the people in the room this. Okay. Um, in the chat room, not you, Ben. I don't care about you. Um, I'm here anyway. I have, should I change my Twitter to Stacey O. Howard so that's the same as my Instagram? If you can, yes, you should. I and the reason the you other, should yeah, is because then it's all one-on-one it's all on one. Yeah. platforms that's if you true. can get it. I hate that I can't. Well, because the Stacey O. Howard, I have that Twitter. I used to use it as like a professional one, mm-hmm. so I might delete it and then change my username for my current one but would that would because so i don't need to do anything for it like i just need to go in and say change username yes okay i believe so all right you might have to close that account first and then you can get it the other one yeah there you go yep okay there it is ladies and gentlemen you can find me all day every day on twitter at miss movies um i don't think i have anything else going on uh tomorrow i have film therapy jack shipley's gonna be on Jack! So what do you know, guys? What do you know? And that's all. All right. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Six Degrees of Future Film is produced by Stacy Howard and me. Special thank you to Ken Napsack for our intro and Matt Brown for our artwork.